from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. stepped back in horror. Somehow it had all become real to him. The room, the tomb that lay beyond, the passage to the rock. All this has been done by men. The physical power of slaves would receive death as their sole reward. He looked down again, noticing the emaciated bodies, the ribs visible through the leathery skin. They had been glad to die. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm, uh... Hunter. Hunter. Um... You're... Here. And what what is this show? Christ's sake. For Christ's sake. Oh my bad. For Christ's sake. And uh, what are we doing on this show? Uh, on this show, we are. Yes. Going chapter by chapter. Uh, frame by frame. Actually, I guess we should talk about how we're going to do the movies and video games when we get to them. Frame by frame. <laughs> no. <laughs> It'd be funny to like, get DVDs and do it DVD chapter by DVD chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it. But then we'd have to spend a lot of money buying. Like, and who knows if some of those films have even been released on DVD, you know? But they might have like chapters built into them. If they do have chapters built into them, we'll do it that way. Uh, if not, That's a great idea. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, chapter by chapter, and we've uh, stumbled upon this particular lost tomb book about of my friends called Easy Go, also called The Last Tomb. Uh, let's see what happened to the book so far. There's a bunch of adventurers. They're going to try to steal all this lost tomb, try to steal a bunch of, uh, you know, treasure and stuff from it, be rich. Um... We just left our heroes on the precipice of discovery. You know, they'd open a room full of dead slaves, and that's where we pick up now. So that's where I pick up a slice of toast. Uh, yep, you're joined by a nice cup of orange pico tea and some toast pyramid-esque toast squares, squares, triangles. And I've got uh, by trusty cheeses and water this week. Um, Yep, that's just how the cookie crumbles, folks. I'll try to be better. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm deeply sorry. I know that I offended millions, but I apologize. And I will try to be better. Maybe you should take a step back from the podcast. Yeah, let's take a step back. You get Travis back while we're on here. Maybe you should reach out to the communities you've offended. And take some time to listen. Yeah, that'd be good. To reflect. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, what happens in this chapter, Hugh? (laughs) 
I don't know. <laughs> you fucking read it. Okay, so they, they go down to the room in the floor that has all the dead bodies in it that they found uh, last chapter. Um, they discover that um, the slaves weren't simply left inside the tomb to die of starvation and oxygen deprivation, um, but they were in fact strangled. Wasn't it, wasn't it disproven that... Um... Oh, never mind. They're in fact strangled and uh, Nikos takes a closer look because he's the one who goes down in the hole because he's the, the chad of the group. Um, at least between him, Pierce and, and uh, Barnaby, he's the chattest. Yeah, he slaps women, you know. So Nikos, Nikos goes down the hole. He looks at the bodies. He discovers that they actually have like little ropes around their necks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which probably means they did shit themselves after all, so... Sorry, 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 Mr. Gray. <laughs> Guess he had to prove you wrong. Then he touches one of the bodies and it disintegrates. Mm-hmm. Um, Barnaby thinks that one of the, the um, architect is among the bodies. Mm. It kind of makes sense, you know, if you try to keep it secret. You want to kill that And he says, um... Look for some dude who's better dressed than the other ones, and he's probably the architect. Sure enough, Nikos finds what Crichton describes as an aristocratic-looking man, mm. and he actually says, "Maybe I should quote this sentence." Mm. Yeah, go right ahead. For, for maybe it should be a loud. segment of for crying out loud. Yeah, we're not going to get too many uh, too much of that here. So he's riding men proud. Come on, let's hear it right about. At length, he found an aristocratic-looking man stiffly propped against one wall with dark hair, a long nose, and a narrow face. Mm. He was dressed elegantly in loose white robes coming to the knees, belted with a gold clasp. In death, the man wore a sad expression, as if disappointed. The one thing I wanted to, to pick apart there is the fact that the man still has a long nose. Now, surely after 3,000 years... Well, after he skid at all. I mean, I guess it was vacuum sealed. Features so. like that would would be rotted away, right? Well, they vacuum sealed it, so I, I think that might preserve decay to some degree, right? Okay. But I have no idea. You know, I'm not a scientist. I never claimed to be one. Um, but uh, I think I know a medical doctor who... <laughs> 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 That question. Uh, Should we go to the tapes? (laughs) Yeah, let's hit the tapes. You ready? (laughs) For another segment of... um... That blood twist got us shook. Why did he write this book? We've researched for weeks and we've got the receipts. We're siding, cradle, siding, cradle, siding, cradle, siding, cradle. Of course, uh, a nose would last uh, several thousands of years, maybe even tens of thousands of years, if kept under strict vacuum conditions, as I depicted in my novel Easy Gal. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that clears that up. Well, I Excellent. guess, I guess uh, you're, you're wrong. That's too bad. <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> Moving on to what exactly? <laughs> Uh, he finds that the man, the architect, has in his hand a papyrus scroll with the plans on it. Um, and it's been burnt, but uh, there is still some remnant of the, uh, the drawing visible. So Barnaby hops down to have a look at it. And he realises that uh, the way forward is not through this uh, body room, but in fact, back up where they were, there's another passage. And uh, he's like, oh, now I know what I'm looking for. He finds the passage in the wall, which was curious given that last chapter they spent like hours combing every inch of the wall and they couldn't find anything until they found the room in the floor. But now that he sees a plan saying that there's a door somewhere in the wall, he finds it in like two minutes. It makes no sense. Uh, as, we speculate, as we speculated several times, um, you know, we had a certain number of words he had to hit, so he had to sequences like this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they find this door, they open it, it's a long dark passage, um, they have to crouch down to enter it, it's like 100 feet long, smooth walls, they marvel at the uh, masonry or whatever, and uh, then they reach a door at the end, Barnaby has taken the lead this time, um, foolishly as it might turn out, because he opens the door at the end of the passageway, and what happens? He emits a high-pitched whale that trailed off into cold silence okay now let's both have a go at doing the whale no no to close close out this there, chapter there are people trying to sleep in my apartment so i reckon uh it would have gone like this <sighs> that's my one i reckon it would have gone something like this you ready mm-hmm. uh <laughs> okay now right, you can vote that, for which yeah. uh, scream you prefer can, uh, on our patreon vote for which utterance you prefer on our patreon <laughs> <laughs> Probably a callback to a different episode. What are you talking about? I don't know. Anyway, speaking of different episodes, let's move on to one. <laughs> See you next week. Or this Bye. week, rather. Peace and love, brothers. And sisters, I guess. But mainly brothers. <laughs> mainly brothers, yeah.